Welcome to the Spiritual Moon Podcast. I'm Destiny Cantu, and I will be your host. On today's episode, I will be discussing my mission and what I'm going to be bringing to the collective each and every single time a new episode is uploaded to my podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode on my podcast. We will be discussing my mission, and I will just kind of be talking to you about who I am and getting you guys a little bit comfortable with who's behind the mic and who you're tuning into each episode on my podcast. So my mission is to bring conscious awareness to you guys about body, mind, and spirit. And this is actually a work in progress for me. At the moment, I am thinking of, actually not thinking, I am doing, there's a difference there. (laughs) Um, I am in the works of putting together a whole business for body, mind, and spirit. Now, at this moment, I am currently certified for massage therapy, and I do have a lot of other certifications under my belt with that. And that is my full-time job. So this is something that's very passionate to me. Not only do I do massage for the relaxation part, but I know that massage is something that can benefit people healing your body, healing your mind, and healing your spirit. We do, as humans, need physical touch. And that's something that we lack at some times. And getting a massage is honestly one of the easiest ways to bring those stress endorphins down so that we can kind of get back to our physical state of being. And there's so many benefits to massage. If you haven't had a massage yet, you should really get one. And I know it can be a little intimidating at first, but um, try to find somebody, you know, that you can hopefully get some good vibes from once you first meet them. And you can always say no to them too if you're not feeling their vibes. So, just keeping that in mind. This is something that I'm working on, um, you know, intertwining, obviously, the mind and the spirit because I'm already taking care of the body with massage therapy and all the other tools that I have under my belt with that. Um, And that's, it's just something that I really want to bring to you guys. I really want to bring where, okay, somebody comes into this business and they're looking to see a change. They're looking to physically see a difference. And, you know, if you just want to come in because your back's bothering you and you need a massage, awesome. Come get a massage. But at the same time, because your back is hurting you, yes, it might be related to 
a strain of a muscle or an injury that you had or something's going on, you know, with the bone, the joint, the ligaments or, you know, the muscle, the tissue. Um, but there also is probably something going on internally within the spirit and within the mind that needs to be healed as well. That's being stored within the body for you to hang on to that pain and for that pain to always consistently be there in your life. Now, a lot of people who I see, they always come in and they always say, oh, this has just bothered me for so long or, you know, 15 plus years or yada, yada, yada. And then I start asking them questions about their life and like, you know, like what they did when they were younger, were they active, were they in accidents, did they take care of themselves? And a lot of them end up telling me that, yeah, they just didn't take care of themselves. And let me tell you, when you don't take care of yourself from an injury and you just like let it go, it's going to haunt you later on. And it's going to be a a big indicator for certain things that are coming up within your health because you kind of push that aside. And now, you know, you're you're pushing it aside and you're pushing it aside and you're probably pushing other things aside and now your bag's just getting too full and it's about to pop open. And all this stuff is about to come out and you're feeling it, your body's feeling it, your mind's feeling it, your spirit's feeling it all together. So, you know, this is something that I am I am just I'm breathing, I'm living, I'm eating, I'm breathing this. Like, I have cut my life down to a circle of a freaking Cheerio. Because I'm taking time for myself right now to build this amazing idea that I have and this amazing mission, not only for myself, but for you, for my family, for my friends, to be able to heal people and to give them another option for them to be able to heal and not be so just traumatized by the last words that their doctor tells them, like, you don't have another option. Well, we can try other options. Sometimes there are other options. And disclaimer, I'm not saying let's just that this whole thing is going to work for every single, you know, disease that's out there for mankind or every single thing that's out there for healing or anything, but it's something that has helped me personally. It's something that I've seen help other people personally, and I'm ready to wake up the collective to make a conscious change, to make a difference. I don't know any place at this moment that you can walk into to have a therapist not only know massage therapy but also know about how to either spiritually mentally physically coach you in a way to spiritually help lift you in you know other ways and to bring you a holistic approach and to bring you holistic nutrition and to bring you all of these things all in one. Like, it's like, let me take care of you. You walk up in my door and I'm like, tell me what's wrong, baby. Let me take care of you, you know, rocking you 
you know, just like just like you, my little baby. I mean, I'm trying to take care of people. Like I know deep in my soul, I'm a healer, and this is what I'm called to do. And it's just funny when I see a lot of people, they they laugh at what my what my intentions are. They laugh at what I bring. They laugh at some of the things I say, and that's okay, because at the end of the day. When I'm making a huge difference to other people and I'm seeing that change not only in my life but other people's as well, that's the real truth. That is the real freaking truth. Yeah. <laughs> like if you can't sit in your room right now and dance to your own truth like I just did, like, damn, you need to really tell yourself, what is it that you love so much that you want to bring to other people? You want other people to know. You want other people to thrive. You want other people to move on up. Let's move on up together. Let's get this, you know? Like, let's all be a balanced divine being all aligned body mind and spirit i'm sure as time goes by my mission will be changed or a little bit tweaked here and there or it might even add something in or it might even take something out but at this moment in time of 2019 in January, this is my mission to bring to you guys collective healing of the body, mind, and spirit. All right, let's go ahead and get into the questions here that were asked by a couple of people on my Instagram account. If you are not following me on my Instagram, my Instagram is at the spiritual moon and I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that pops up there so just go on and add me I share some free content all the time so check it out share it repost it whatever you like to do all right so the first question we have is how did you get started on your spiritual journey so this was an incident that had happened to me when I was about 13 or 14 years old, um, I re like seriously remember it plain as day. Like it literally was day, but okay. Um, my mom was picking me and my brothers. Yeah, my brothers. Because my mom ended up having my little brother at that time. Um, so I had two brothers at the time and it was just me and my two brothers. And my mom picked us up from my grandparents' house and... Um, we were driving home. We stopped at a red light, obviously. And we were like the first person, you know, where the, the line is. So getting ready to go when it turned green, just like everybody else. It's like a rat race, just trying to get where you're going. Well, the light turned green and my mom was ready to go, right? She had her foot on the gas pedal. And for some reason... I had this sense of just like a hot flash like come over me. My stomach is hurting. It's just like 
twisting and turning like deep inside like I feel like I'm gonna throw up and I just like look forward and I was sitting in the front passenger seat and I look forward and I go mom don't go and like she tried to like get you know the words out of her mouth but they couldn't even come out she was gonna say what and she's like what why and then boom right there car accident happened somebody ran the red light and ended up hitting the the person that ended up going because it was their turn or it was our turn to go green and my mom you know we just sat there we ended up calling the cops for those people make sure they're okay and right then like my mom looks at me and like I just knew right then that there was something different about me. There was something different inside of me that I could feel. And I was like, mom, I I called that. Like, I knew that that was going to happen. Like, did you not see that? Like, I saw that. Like, I felt that. I knew that it was going to happen. Like, I just saved our lives. And, like, she, like, didn't want to talk to me about it. But I'm pretty sure that she knew deep inside, like, my daughter is freaking like has a sixth sense and she her intuition is like really deep and she's very connected but she didn't want to talk to me about that and so I kind of got into it myself because I was like well I can trust myself now every feeling that comes up in my body obviously it's going to be true now no not every feeling and you know gut reaction that comes up is true but I know how to now easily tune into my own intuition and and work with that and I'm working with that to become a little bit deeper um so that's kind of what brought upon my spiritual journey as well as just other you know effed up traumatic stuff that has happened in my life that has just kind of been like okay I need some change like this this person who I am today it's definitely not who I was growing up. And I'm sure that we can all relate to that. I'm sure that we can all sit here and be like, either you're a shittier person now or you're a better person now. And that's the choices that you have. You get to decide if you want to be a shitty person forever or if you want to be a better person. Like, are you going to be able to get back the things that you lacked or get back the, the people or, you know, the... The opportunities that you had back then when you were a shitty person, no. But that doesn't mean that you can't create a better lifestyle for yourself and become better now. There's other people out there. There's other opportunities. There's other things, right? So it's all about really just the perspective. And now I'm just kind of ranting. See, the spiritual journey got me all up in my feels. Like This spiritual journey is amazing. Like... Every single part of this spiritual journey, the bad, the good, like the, the feelings, the healing, the trauma, the all of it, all of it. I'm just taking it all in. So that is how I got started on my spiritual journey. And it's just been going and going and going and going. And I think, like I kind of mentioned in the beginning um, of the podcast, massage really, I don't know if I did but in my mind, I did. Um, massage really opened me up to 
a huge, like, it was like a huge portal into, like, my spiritual journey. So, like, the story that I just told you then was, like, oh, yeah, let's get her feet, her feet wet. You know what I mean? And then, like, massage therapy was, like, boom, we're opening this portal for you. You're about to walk in. And you are probably not going to ever walk out, but you're going to walk out, out as a new person. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. If you guys have spiritual journeys that you would like to share with me, please do so. I love hearing the different ways that the universe, God, the divine, whatever you, you know, are connected to, like, brings to you for your spiritual journey. It's amazing. And don't ever be shy to share it. I know people aren't going to understand. Like how I explained how my mom probably didn't want to explain to me how she understood. Like how I had that sixth sense and I was very in tune with my intuition. And she was shocked by that. And like this is a childhood memory that I have forever. This is something that I talk about all the time and I tell people like, hey, I'm in tune with my own shit. And ever since then, yeah, there has been incidents that have happened in my life where the same thing has happened where I've connected with my intuition and I've stopped something from happening. And oh, oh, just wow. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful world to be connected to your own physical being and your own soul it's just a whole nother feeling and a whole nother awareness a whole nother being I can't even explain it until you actually try to get to that point point. and sometimes you don't even have to try like I didn't even need to try for my intuition like I was freaking 13 years old like I did not even know what any of this stuff was well yeah, I kind of did, like, I mean, I saw, like, bits and pieces of it, you know, on TV or movies and stuff, but, like, that really draw, like, that really drew me in, that really drew me in. All right, so before I continue to ramble on, let's go on to the next question here. All right, so how old am I and where do I live? I am 23 years old, and I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I was born in Toledo, Ohio, but my mom moved me here when I was about seven. And yeah, I've just been here ever since. Hopefully, the universe brings me to maybe like Sedona, Arizona. Sedona's like the best place here, okay? There's a lot of vortexes and just nice energy and it's very calming and just very peaceful to be at. So I am bringing that into fruitation. Hopefully I can move there because I've lived in a lot of areas in Arizona and I'm kind of, I'm ready for some, some change. I'm ready for something new. Like I, I kept telling my boyfriend that too. I was like, babe, we should, um, look to maybe move somewhere for like a year. And just try it out, you know, like see how it is. So who knows where the universe will take us. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and just answer one last question because I don't want this podcast to last super, super, super long. 
just talking and talking and talking all about my stories because I can share all, all day. My last question is the biggest hardship you had to overcome. Okay. So when this question was asked to me, I, I actually had like two hardships that came up in my mind. So I think that's just like spirit, like telling me that I need to talk about them and like bring them out. So here it goes. Um, number one biggest hardship that I had to overcome was uh, recently two so the year of 2018 um, I had to kind of cut ties with family members in my life and um, my mom specifically and uh, my grandmother on my mom's side who raised me because of you know like personal issues that they were, I mean, I, I can't really say it's personal issues, but let's just say that my mom got addicted to hard drugs back in 2013. And since then, it's been nothing but a wild roller coaster. It's been nothing but a wild roller coaster trying to get a grip of my family and I think that like not seeing my mom as the same person than who she was grow like growing up is just really it was really devastating to me and it was really hard for me to to move past and like be okay like with doing and and just not involving my life in that and just waiting for them to possibly change because no matter how many times you try to change somebody who is an addict, they're not going to change unless they physically want to change deep down inside. Like, I know people say this all the time, but like, this is coming from somebody who literally had to deal with it and like, who had to sit there and have multiple conversations with my mom face to face excuse me, about wanting her to change and, you know, wanting her to get better and get her life together. Like, they aren't going to listen to you unless they really want to listen to you. They're only going to take little bits and pieces of what you say that they want to hang on to and when, that they want to hear. At the end of the day, that hardship of having to cut those ties until they are ready to heal themselves and to bring themselves to me, that was really hard to overcome. That was something extremely hard to overcome. And to this day, am I completely healed over it? No, nope. I'm still working, still working towards it, but it's a lot better than what it was. A lot better. And I don't want to actually get it twisted. My grandma isn't addicted to anything um, my grandma's just kind of a little bit let's say narcissistic okay and trying to learn how to deal with somebody who's narcissistic and like not try to have everything being pushed on you is very hard so 
that's also something that was very hard to overcome with just that whole aspect of my family last year. Um, and then the second hardship that I've had to overcome was honestly in 2010, um, I was dating this guy for four years and we ended up like breaking up in 2000 and yeah, like I think like the beginning of like 2000, no, we were together like 2000 or yeah, 2009 to, um, 2013 and we ended up breaking up and the reason why we broke up was because I had to get out. Like, this relationship, he was my first love. I was going to get engaged. Well, he proposed to me, so we were engaged. Going to get married to this guy. Um, we lived together. Like, we didn't have our own place, but we were living, like, with either his family or my family. And... Um, I remember the moment that it actually hit my mind that I needed to fucking leave and get out of this situation now. Like, I don't know why I didn't listen to any of the other red flags that came along with it, but um, we were standing in the middle of the forest, and this was after dating for about like three and a half years. Um, we were up in the forest with his family on vacation in Payson for 4th of July. And we were arguing about something. I don't even remember what we were arguing about. So I couldn't even tell you to save my life. Like if it was dumb or whatever, like a legit conversation. It was probably just a stupid little conversation. Um, and he always like carried a, a gun on his side of, yeah, on his side because you know, Arizona is the right to conceal or right to carry. Um, and he got extremely mad and he was on the other side of me and we were standing about like, I don't know, maybe like 30 feet away from each other. And he point, like he was so mad. He like grabbed his gun and he pointed it like past my head and he like just started yelling. And I don't even remember him yelling anything, but I just remember sitting there just frozen. Like what is happening right now my life flashed before my eyes but the weirdest thing happened everything was still I was so still my breath wasn't even moving everything else around me was so still it was not even moving and then all of a sudden I just hear this loud gunfire and it's right past my head right past my ear and I'm just like I ran and I was like I gotta get the fuck out of here well, obviously I couldn't go home that day, but I ended up like having to wait it out until we ended up getting home home from that vacation. And I kind of had to come up with some, like an escape plan because at the time I was 16, 17 years old and my mom, that was when my mom was getting into really hard drugs. So I didn't have a home. My mom was homeless and I didn't have anywhere to go. That's why I was living with my boyfriend at the time and his family. And 
I had to come up with like a plan on how the hell to get out and like how to do this smoothly because I don't want anything like that to ever happen again and I don't want me to get hurt. I don't want anybody who's helping me to get hurt and I know I couldn't do it alone and I knew that I couldn't like talk to his family about it or anything like that. So um, I ended up getting in contact with one of my mom's friends and I asked her to uh, meet me at my house and that I was getting off work early and that I needed her help to pack all my stuff because I needed to get out of this situation and like I needed her to bring a friend so she brought one of her friends and I show up at the house and I notice that you know none of the cars are there so his mom his stepdad's gone and he's off at off to work and I like step inside and he was actually there he hid his truck in the other garage that I didn't check and he hid himself in there watching us take my stuff out of the house and pack all my things and then started this huge scene and that right then is the moment that I knew that I overcome like a huge hardship in my life because I wasn't going to be a product of something my mom and my I guess like ancestral it ans it goes back to ancestral trauma like I feel like every woman in my ancestral line has always dealt with abusive men they've always dealt with men who've tried to manipulate and control them and tell them who they need to be and how they need to act and what they need to do and this and that and and like make them feel like a bad human being like it just makes me so sick. And I knew right then, the moment that I got out, that I was overcoming that hardship for not only myself, but a story that I could share to the world and a short story that I could share to my own family and my own kids one day so that they know that they never have to deal with some shit like that and that they shouldn't have to deal with some shit like that. There was plenty of other red flags along the line of that relationship but that's the one of the things that blew it over proportion and I think all of those hardships not only those two mentioned but all my trials and tribulations throughout my lifetime has made me like who I am today and at 23 years old like yeah I'm I might seem like I'm actually like 27, 28, maybe 30 years old, but like I've been through some some rough shit and I'm ready to help other people overcome their hardship. And I know that my life is going to continue to have trials and tribulations and it's going to continue to have hardship and it's going to continue to have downfalls and that's what life is about. But my body, my mind, and my spirit, and where I'm at today, that's what counts. That is what 